0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Get the Hillman Morning Show on demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at waaf.com.
2: Looking for some legal advice? You're
3: out of order! You're out of order!
1: The whole trial is out of order!
4: It's
3: time for Ask an Attorney. Time now for Ask an Attorney with Larry the lawyer, Larry Army Jr., who is the unofficial counsel, official, unofficial counsel of the Hillman Morning Show? Good morning. At least for another day, right? Yeah. yeah. well, Until you reapers,
2: creepers. You put a hot girl in front of a microphone and I lose my <laughs> I lose my gig.
1: That's how it um, works, Larry.
3: Uh, you know what? The listeners have not yet spoken.
2: <laughs> Let's see how you...
1: she can
3: handle some of those questions. Yeah. Uh didn't I hear you say you were hiring an associate and Miss USA might fit the bill? Mm. Why don't you bring her on board? Uh armyandroach.com and, and, and chesley yeah why not uh, army army <laughs> and roach I don't know if
2: she's earned the right to go on the door yet
3: it could be army and roach and miss and miss usa in the advertisements. right <laughs> yeah, she could right. be your commercials she could be the face yeah. of the business card she, well
2: better be better face than mine lb <laughs> all
3: right well larry the lawyer is here uh, every other wednesday answering your legal questions for free and we are going to begin with jimmy you can either call or Or you can text with your question. Uh, Oh, before I get to Jimmy, just an update on the Bruins tickets that I am auctioning off. I'm auctioning off a pair of tickets this morning for Game One tomorrow night in a luxury suite with yours truly, Captain Bandwagon. And the bidding, the top bid right now is two grand. Two grand. Okay, so thousand bucks a ticket. So round one, I sorry, Game One of the Eastern Conference Final. Bruins and the Hurricanes, and a texter said earlier that in my aggressive attempt to flirt with Miss USA, I have jinxed the, our Boston Bruins, but I don't believe that. Was it worth it? I was saying, it, was, it was worth it. But you can bid on those tickets before the end of the show today. We are, we're at 2000 bucks. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Uh, hey, you're Jimbo. On, you're on with Larry the Lawyer. What's up?
5: Yep. All right. So, Larry, uh, my uh, grandfather passed away a few months ago. uh, Sorry for your loss. Thank you. I left my mother in charge of his estate. He had uh, some property, some uh, you know, some uh, life insurance policies, and some pension accounts, and so on and so forth. Um, He was remarried, and uh, like I said, left my mother. He left my mother in charge of his estate. Uh, She changed the address with the post office so he would stop, you know, receiving his mail and um, you know his his wife and her uh, kids are kind of being shady and trying to, I guess, kind of hide things from my mother, and uh, they've they've actually gone down to the post office after the fact and changed his address to her children's address. Which uh, is kind of wondering because it seems to be illegal from what I read online. but What exactly do you do about something
2: like that? You go back to the post office and you change the address back to the executrix, who's your mother in this particular case, and you give them notice that they can't change it again. they, they, They can't go and do that, especially now that he's not here and your mother's the only one. I assume you say he put your mother in charge of the estate that he had a will, and he made her the executrix of yeah, the will. Yeah. So and if that's the get, case, she's the only get, one that has authority to do those types of things. So
3: they can't be... Is that like mail fraud or something like that? Or I
2: wouldn't a, say mail fraud, but it's, it's definitely, you know... I mean, shady. I think his suspicions of something shady happening yeah. may be spot on.
3: It's always money. Money co- money. money is the root of all evil, money, Larry, money, money, isn't money, it? Money, well, money, it's money,
2: certainly money. one of them. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Um, all right. Here's a text. I don't know... I'm interested in the backstory on this, but uh, a texter would like to know if you can. This is a six oh three text from New Hampshire. Can you divorce a dead person? <laughs> no. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool,
2: but no. No, oh, that's no. hate. You're now a widow. You become a widow, <laughs> yeah, not a divorcee. Okay. And uh, for the record, depending on who you are, like there's reasons that you wouldn't want to divorce that person. For example social security benefits a surviving spouse can obtain the social security benefits of somebody that passed and there's other benefits as well but no you, you can't do that you
3: can't do that okay no, you
2: can't divorce yourself from an animal either I and mean, that <laughs> yes. falls in that category greg <laughs>
3: uh this is keith on <laughs> ask an attorney hello keith hey morning show hey larry hey buddy
5: um i got a pain and suffering question uh i was in an auto accident uh back in december um, wrong, wrong way driver unconscious behind the wheel i 'm um, at the point now where i 'm dealing with the insurance company and what's you know so me and my son luckily weren 't too hurt, but I did suffer some hand damage um, every day I feel it you know I wake up i feel it i 've done therapy stretching what's what 's a good number for me to for me to go with the insurance company <laughs> with do you
3: do you have a lawyer
5: um i I did not listen to James Sokoloff, and uh-huh. I'm trying to go it alone. Okay. Uh, um, so it's probably, you know, I'm gonna try to go it alone. But if I have to get one, I will. But I'm just trying to, you know, get this done quickly. And
3: how much are your medical? Qu- how much are your medical bills? I had like uh, two grand in medical bills. Two grand.
2: Yeah, you've asked you've asked some great questions. Well, today, Greg. I'm trying to help you. You up. are on your
3: A-game. <laughs> so, should he should he I mean, a lawyer will take this case for nothing, right? Yeah. Look, uh, I mean, you're
2: always should. better off dealing with a lawyer when it comes to these types yeah. of things because number one, they'll take it for free. And when I say right. for free, they don't charge you unless they get you a recovery. Your your okay. medicals, I believe in Massachusetts you have to be over $2500 the tort threshold to be able to file a suit. So, you have some issues there. If you still have pain and this thing happened in December, you're probably yeah. not seeing the right person. The other thing that a good lawyer can do that does a lot of personal injury is you know, they deal with a lot of these doctors. They know who's good. They know who's not good. They also know what the next step is, believe it or not, because they've done this so many times. So it's it's not just getting the maximum amount of dollars for your case, but it's putting your right. case in a position where you can get the maximum amount of dollars. You know, and with you not having full use of your hand and still having pain, you know, and only having 2,000 in meds, you know, you're missing something would be my first right. instinct.
3: Okay. You can uh, utilize the stranger, though, uh, when it comes oh, to the hand.
5: <laughs> well, that's just so, like, you know, I've, I've punched things before, right? So I've hit things before. and it just It's just not healing. You yeah. know, nothing was broken. It's just a tendon or yeah. something in there, and it's. You know, it, again, I'm just looking to get this behind
2: me. Um, Let me tell you, you but, got two issues. Number one, you don't know what your issue is right now. you right. got to figure out what your medical issue is that's causing the pain. And until you do, you're premature in terms of settling your case. Second thing is don't tell anybody that you hit things because the first thing right. the insurance <laughs> company is going to do is they're going to start to mitigate your losses by telling you you have a pre-existing condition.
3: Um, right. Here's, uh, here's a 774 text. My landlord is selling the house that we rent. There's no lease, and he gave us a quit order to be out by July 1st. He keeps having his realtor contact my wife to come by the house and take pictures. Do I have any rights to say no, you can't come on the property until I have moved out?
2: So typically, landlord has the right to inspect the premises. They have to give reasonable notice 24, 48 hours. So he does have the right to come in and look at the property. If he's giving you a notice of quit, because he's selling it it's typically going to be a 30-day notice to quit greg yep. he's given them all the way to july 1 so the landlord has exceeded that time frame it's mm-hmm. time to start looking for a new place
3: uh let's see here's a text that says my sneaky sister is trying to get my father to sign over his house if she's she, not so sneaky greg if, if, <laughs> if she succeeds and then he passes away what can my brothers and i do about our share
2: well, you can you can visit her on the holidays. I mean, that's one thing you can do. Yeah. <laughs> there will be no your share if he gives her the house because the deed rights to a property trump the the uh, the will or any probate process. Okay. So if he gives her the house by deed, you guys can visit at holidays. That's about it.
3: So try not to have the father sign the house over to her. Well,
2: right? I mean, you know what I I personally think they should have a conversation. Yeah. Bring everybody together with the father and say, hey, look, what's going on? What are you trying to do? Why does she keep pushing you to put the house in your name? Yeah, yeah Honesty, conversations, things that we don't do anymore that we used to do every day of the yeah. week back in the day. Solve a lot of things problems, that need to come back.
3: Right? Yeah. Um, this is Ask an Attorney, our regular feature with Larry the Lawyer, and this is Tony. Hey, Tony, you're on with Larry.
6: Hey, how's it going? What's up? Not much. Um, quick question. I'm dating this girl, right? Yep um she's great man great but she's asking me to choke her during intercourse yes. and i'm worried that i could get in legal trouble after the fact and she could claim i assaulted her is there anything i can do to protect myself
3: how uh how old is this woman she's 19 and and uh, and you are 34 34 uh and she is asking you God, only, I only, love this segment. only on this show and, and during this segment. This is why this is the greatest segment on radio in the history. There's of There's no
2: question about that. Greg.
3: And uh, she is asking you to choke her during sex. Can we get an Instagram account and the, here and or the, something? And, Greg? The, and, the, and the question is, it's a, it's a very legitimate question. Uh, should the relationship go, go bad? Uh, then she were to say that he assaulted her. Uh, Should he have, should he have her sign some kind of a choke waiver or something like that? Here's your issue. Uh, This was maybe a week ago. Yeah. You read the legal news. About a week
2: ago, there was a man somewhere in the United States of America who was arrested for manslaughter because he choked a prostitute during sex. Yeah. Consensually. Consensually. But there is a line. Okay. Uh, The better the choke, the better the O,
3: I guess. So what is the, should he get her to sign something or or get her on video tape? If you really want
2: to do this, you should probably get her on video saying this before the heat of the moment, before the passion I'm saying that
1: on video. Before (laughs) you wrap your hands around her throat. Okay.
2: Uh, Yeah, I would do something. But here's the thing, Greg. A 19-year-old girl saying choke Um, me out to a 34-year-old guy, um, right off the bat, we have at least three red flags. Really? I think so. Okay. I mean, to me, that. uh, I'm with the kid. Thank you. Run. I would run. I wouldn't be choking her. I would be running. Tony, be careful.
3: Okay. Danger, Tony. Could be fun danger, but But danger. Be careful. Um, Here's a text from a mom 617 text. My My son is graduating high school. Congratulations and heading off to college there's the congratulations greg speaking of consent should he be getting video consent from women that he is going to have relations with creepy totally totally creepy here mom
2: no
1: one is gonna <laughs> wow. do this like i say? don't want to send nudes because i don't want them to get out I don't, i'm not gonna give you a video <laughs> of me being like i consent to lawrence army jr to choke me out during sex uh, well, and do the, the following it's a, thing it's not the
2: 851 you heard this it is,
1: <laughs> but even like is, even anything sexual like but the
3: kid, mean, how's the kid gonna protect himself
1: is that i don't mom? know wait a minute, minute.
3: this kid, kid well, has way bigger predator? problems than that right? he's
2: one he this is an 18-year-old kid whose mother is worried about <laughs> him and his sexual <laughs> positions. Uh, and, well, I don't I mean, think
1: that's a bad thing, though. If your mom's looking out, there's a lot going oh, on with false so accusations. I, no, it's, I think
3: it's this valid. Is creepy. I think it's valid. You think it's think valid? you guys I, are insane. Absolutely. You, you just
5: don't know. Right. You know, yeah. that's you one of the downsides to the Me you're going to college,
2: moment. you're supposed to know.
1: Now, are you kidding me? They don't know anything, Larry. Look yeah. at all the dumb stuff you did when you were 18. I
2: just never had my mom give me a permission slip for sex. This is Pete. Hello, Pete. get the girl to sign off on it? Hey, no, Pete, That was tough in my yes, day, but Pete. it wasn't like how it is you? today. Oh,
3: hold on, hold on, Pete. Go ahead, sure. what? Pete! Uh, it, yes, sir. You're on with Larry the Lawyer.
6: Hi, Larry the Lawyer. Thanks, thanks, guys. I appreciate you taking my call. You got Larry, it. I got a question for you. I live in southern New Hampshire, so I'm not sure how much you can help me, but maybe you give me some general idea. I've lived here for about two years. We built this home as part of a, it's more of a, a spec build, new neighborhood. There is a there is an HOA that we signed, a homeowner's insurance policy, you know, insurance association, There's an association here. Yeah. yeah. They elected a board last year. So there is a board that sort of is handling uh, primarily the common areas of the neighborhood as well as the water system. It is a special, you know, fancy water system, pumping system that they have with wells. Okay, so they maintain that, and they make sure that, that keeps running and all the good stuff that goes along with that in the common area. The question I have is, what, how long does an HOA last? Is it forever? Is it for the life? Like, do we go back and see what
2: we signed? Huh. Yeah, you got to go back and look at the documents that created it, but it could be forever. It could be until the homeowners association through the trustees or the directors decide to terminate it. Uh, but okay. it's typically with these documents, there's typically ways, they, they typically address this, Greg, how you can start these things, how you can end them, and what powers they have in the middle.
6: Okay. Okay. And the next question I have is, um, if, if, if I, so I own the land, I purchased the home and built the home, and the, I purchased the land and I built the home. And again, it's part of this association. So <clears throat> about a month ago, I had a eight-foot utility trailer that I put on my property. Um, I was moving around some some leaves, some some stuff to bring down to the the recycle center and whatnot. And so I had it out, you know, in the backyard, kind of covered up because it was raining, whatever. I ended up about a week later getting a an email from one of the board members <laughs> stating that uh, people had complained that my there was a utility trailer in view of the road, <laughs> um, and that it was that it was an eyesore. <laughs>
3: um, nothing. They,
6: nothing. And they, Asked me to take
3: it away there's nothing worse than the homeowners Association Hardo, mm-hmm. uh, who, has, yes. who has who has elected themselves the the neighborhood police
6: um, and it's but, going along like it's they're, they're harassing me they've harassed my neighbor uh, who uh, the other day it was the person was playing middle of the day at three o'clock on a Saturday they're playing country music while they're raking their lawn and somebody actually complained. And they sent an email saying, "Could you please lower your music? You're you're creating disturbance
3: in the neighborhood." Was it Old Town Road? I love that song. <laughs> I know, like, you yeah. see,
6: if it was like, I mean, I, I love Metallica or Megadeth, or yeah. I'll get
3: me some Guns and Roses
6: anytime. But well, this guy was playing some country music at three o'clock in the afternoon, and people start complaining. That's
3: pretty bad, right? Now, what would you say? Document everything.
2: I would say move.
3: Move, yeah. It's not going to get any better, to be honest with you. that
2: Or your alternative, if you really love your home, is to get your neighbors (laughs) together and vote in a new board.
3: Uh, Let's see. Here's a 978 text for Larry the Lawyer. Is my manager allowed to decline vacation time requests? Yes. And say I'm not allowed to carry it over to the following year. It's use it or lose it company policy.
2: That's the policy.
3: They're allowed to have that policy. Yeah, and
2: obviously you have to have your vacation scheduled in advance. Uh. Uh-huh. You know, you don't employee- have
3: a, Do you have a constitutional
2: right to vacation? No, but you do have a right to vacation if the <laughs> employer gives it to you yes, under the state yes, law, so you yes, do have that, but Yes. Yes. You, they, they do Look, if you think about it this way, Greg, if all of a sudden, for a particular week, everybody here except for you is going to take the day off.
3: Probably, likely, the way these people take vacation days. Yeah, I well, work at well, well, It's day, not so yes. much the vacation, Go ahead. Yeah. The yes. sick time, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. De- I'm
2: sorry, I'll be, I was thinking that. <laughs> <I didn't remember. laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> apologize. <laughs> you know, a company so, has the right to make sure that they can stay in business, so yeah. they have reasonable safeguards and you know scheduling vacations to make sure that you don't have multiple people out at the same time. That's mm-hmm. one example of how they can do that.
3: Okay. Um let's see here. I'm just looking at the text questions. Uh if you hit a pedestrian in the nighttime, what is the pedestrians? Oh, when is it the pedestrian's fault? (laughs) Uh just about the only time that I can think of, Greg, is when they're
2: wearing all black and they run out in front of your car on a highway.
3: Yeah. So it's never really... And that may not even be their fault. It's never really the pedestrian's Pedestrian's fault, right? never at
2: fault, just about ever.
1: I love the early morning walkers and joggers that don't wear the reflective or bright-colored clothing. Like, on my street in the morning, I always see people that are jogging, and they're in, like, black tracksuits. Like, I can't, nobody can see you. I feel
3: like (laughs) a big thing that's going to happen with more frequency is the biker on pedestrian accidents in Boston with the new bike lane. Those people on the bike lane... They don't yield to anybody. Very aggressive. They're very aggressive. And they're rolling along. And there's pedestrians that are about to step right out. Sure. Well, it, I mean, I and you get hit by a biker going uh, at a rapid rate of speed. Mm-hmm. You, you, I think it's going to be a real problem. Bikers
2: are held to the same same standard on the road as a car. Right. So they so, have to I mean, signal the and, and they have to yield for pedestrians. The, the right? bad news is they don't have the same insurance levels. That's they right. don't have any insurance right. levels. <laughs> right, right. So have right, fun. Right. Yes, but, remember, bike injuries. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're right, Greg. You get hit by a bike a lot of times. That could be worse
3: than getting hit by a car. Yeah. All right. Um, Larry, the lawyer, about to answer a question from Joe here. Hello, Joe. Hey, good morning, folks.
7: Thanks for
6: What's taking up? us all. What's up? Uh, giving you a call. So, unfortunately, girlfriend's mother passed about a month and a half ago. There was a Roth. Um, girlfriend is the sole beneficiary. She's listed on it. Oh. I was of the understanding she'd be entitled to the funds. Banks sing at a different tune, saying okay. that she can't touch it until she's like 65 or whatever.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Uh, a Roth is a retirement fund. It's basically a retirement fund where you prepay your taxes in it. Uh, when, when the person that has the Roth passes away, that property goes through the probate estate. So I'm, I'm not sure the bank is correct on that. Uh, I mean, Roths cannot be distributed until they're 65, but when somebody passes away, that Roth usually terminates and the money gets paid out. You right, yeah,
6: that was my thinking, too. Just, just went through probate, um, so I might have her attorney contact the bank. That's probably the best bet,
3: right? I think
2: that's the best thing to do.
3: All right, good stuff. Thanks, guys. Uh, here's a text that says, how long... Do you have to wait at a red light before proceeding safely if the light is not changing to green? Mm. I love that one. (laughs) This kind
2: of depends, Greg.
3: What? What? Is there a no right on red sign? Uh, Well, no, sometimes you have those lights that they're not changing, and nobody knows what to do.
2: Not changing fast
5: enough,
3: you mean. No, no, no. I think he's saying, or he or she is saying... If there's a technical issue, oh, okay. if there's, if there's- right, okay. yeah,
1: yeah, if it's like stuck uh, yeah, on yeah, if on red for an extended red, period of time, yeah. which uh, usually uh, you get behind uh, the person that doesn't have the balls to go at yeah, any point. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: You know who else
5: had a problem with red lights? Who? Kaczynski.
3: <laughs> okay,
5: yeah. the Unabomber. Yeah, the
3: Unabomber did. <laughs> yeah, what's um, what's the deal on that? Just here's use, the deal. Use the deal is look
2: uh, not just both ways, yes, Greg. Yes. Look all four ways. Okay, In front, behind, right, and left. Uh-huh. If you don't see a police officer, go. If you um, see a police officer, stay. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's really take, that simple.
7: Take, take a right and then turn around.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry to all the police officers out there listening. I'm not telling these people to break the law. Uh, this is Sarah. Hello, Sarah.
8: Hi. Hey. Um, so I have a question. Um, we, bu- we bought our house this past summer. And, sorry. Um, is, that a, and
4: is
3: that a baby guess, or a cat? It's a baby, it's I think.
8: My, it's my son saying mama. Oh, okay. um, oh. So, the builder sent us a letter, or actually, the town sent us a letter like with a 10 day notice saying that the builder has requested um, exceptions to bylaws because he wants to put low income housing in a street off of our neighborhood that has like six to $800,000 homes in it. Mm-hmm. Now, we live in a small town in Nash that doesn't have any small income housing, I mean, low income housing in it right now. And Dover?
3: Um, Is it Dover?
8: It, no, it's not Dover.
3: <laughs> Weston? No. <laughs> All right. Wait.
8: Did you say? Did you say Upton?
3: No. No. I said. Th- oh, it's
8: Upton. Okay, it's Upton. No, it's not Upton, but it's oh. close. Okay. But um, like we have we. There's a town meeting in ten days. Um, and the there's like verbiage in the letter that I don't understand, saying he's requesting exemption to bylaws huh. and, and about a comprehensive permit. I tried to Google it, but I don't understand because I'm a nurse, not yeah. a lawyer. Okay.
2: So the problem you have, it sounds like what this guy is trying to do is to put in housing under what's called Chapter 40B, Greg. 40B is a section that comes in when a town doesn't have 10% of housing in the town as affordable. Builders come in to land that may not be suitable for something else, and they put in for what's called a 40B permit, which is basically it gets you a lot more units in a smaller area. The density requirements are changed, but 25% of all those units must be sold or rented out. At an affordable housing rent uh, rate or yeah. or a cost,
3: but she doesn't want that because you no, feel like we it, don't. You got, what's that? <laughs> no, uh, nobody me, wants poor people. No, me next and time, my right? neighbors,
8: they would have to go off of. They would have to like it's basically all wood, so it's not developed or anything. But they're going to put um, a street off of our street, which is you know maybe I don't know how many feet away from like my house, but directly across the street next to my neighbor's house, and none of us want that. So we're all going to go to the town meeting next week. But what is it mean when he's asking for exception to the bylaws so he's trying, he's trying of- to change
2: because his project's a non-conforming project he's trying to get an exemption or a modification so that he can build what he's trying to build i will tell okay. you the, the best thing that you guys could probably do we've had this happen a couple times greg when these kinds of things come into town the homeowners don't want it so at the same time they don't want to pay for a lawyer mm. and you really kind of need one for something like this is very technical and, and there may not mm-hmm. even be a way if they have a lawyer they can stop it but mm-hmm. a lot of times what we see, we have groups of five or ten particular neighbors that all pool their resources together yeah. to hire yeah. one good real estate and, attorney.
3: And hire a real so, estate so attorney. So that's
2: something that you guys might want to do. You have one person that represents the neighborhood or the group. But again, yeah, you, you, you may be going a uh, fighting an uphill battle here because if your town does not have their affordable percentages met, it's going to be very difficult to stop this.
8: Okay. Okay, and you said twenty five percent of the homes have to be rented to low income families or sold.
2: And there's a, there's a lottery that the state has where people get qualified for those things. And
3: oh, okay. okay, all right, all right. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right, Sarah. This is Anthony. Hey, Anthony, you're on with Larry the Lawyer. Hey, Larry, what's going on? Good buddy, you. What's up? I'm um, all right. Uh, so quick question. So just to make it real
7: quick, uh, I got a fiance. She's got a kid. The kid's seven. I've been with them for six years. So I have pretty much raised this kid. Uh, the kid still has a father who for a while tried to get back into his life uh, and then decided to move to a state at the other end of the country. Um, now, when my kid is forced to go out there, I call him my kid because he's my kid. When he's forced to go out there to visit, uh, his dad has started taking him to a naturopathic doctor, um, mm. and they want to... Uh, Get some, like, no gluten, no dairy, no eggs, no soy, no this diet going on a 7-year-old, which we completely think is absolutely loony. I don't have any respect for this type of doctor or whatever. But yeah. uh, I've I, I read that the custodial parent, no matter what,
3: uh, has, because we have sole physical custody, but there's a, so there's a joint legal custody. Oh. So can they stop this diet thing?
2: I mean, uh, look, uh, uh, if it falls in, joint legal custody, Greg, basically, says that parents have to agree on major decisions as it relates to their children's life. Medical, educational, and religious upbringing are really the big three. So if this falls under medical, could be something that both parties need to consent on. But the reality is is it sounds like the seven year old is flying across the country for very limited periods of time. I don't think that this guy or his fiance soon- to-be wife need to implement anything that somebody from the West Coast is telling them to do if they don't want to do it. Yeah. You know, While they're the day-to-day caretaker of that child, they can do what they want during that period of time. Unless there's a medical issue that requires this kid to be gluten-free, for example. You can't start feeding the kid gluten if he's got a gluten allergy. You know, that's something you can go to the court if you can't agree, and they would, they would address it, certainly.
3: Okay. This is Danny. What's, up, what's Danny? going on? Good morning, Larry. Good morning. The- yeah, How's up? it going? What's up, man?
7: All right. So basically, long story short, I'm a CDL truck driver. Um, I started working for this company last summer, working on state jobs, doing uh, sidewalks, basically uh, all prevailing wage. And I did not receive any prevailing wage. I received a wage. I was on the books. Um, I w- and I've heard about some guys having some lawsuits and uh, class action lawsuits for that type of stuff. I was wondering, what's my first step if I have anything uh, going, if I could pursue to get the money that is owed to me from
6: uh, last summer's work?
2: Uh, you you should uh, reach out to us offline. I don't do this stuff, but I have a couple lawyers that I'm very friendly with who are fantastic at this kind of stuff. It is a real thing, Greg. When, you know, a lot of companies believe it or not get these prevailing wage jobs. They bring in the prevailing wage money, but they pay their drivers regular wage. You know, it's it's not okay and it's not legal. Um, and there's personal liability and there's attorney's fees that a good sharp lawyer can get from your employer if he's going after him on your on your behalf. So you know, give me a ring. This is something that happens all the time. Happy to refer you guys out to somebody that does this that's that's really good at it. Here's an issue
3: with the ex. Mm. My ex has been out of my house for a year, but he still has some of his of, of his things here. He owes me a substantial amount of money. Can I hold his property until he pays me what he owes me?
2: It doesn't sound like he cares about his property.
3: That's <laughs> that's not
2: a really good threat, honey. Uh, Why don't hmm. you go to small claims court? Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's up to 7500 bucks. You yeah. can file for about $50. You just need his current address. I think that's a much better better way to do this. Okay. It doesn't sound like he's coming back for that. He doesn't his stuff, want Greg. that stuff?
3: Nah, it's no, it's probably junk. Okay. Yard um, sale.
2: Not like a cello, Greg. Yeah,
3: yeah, not like a cello. Um Earlier, a texter mentioned a class-action lawsuit. I don't know if you would take this case or not, but let's say that there were a an awful lot of Bruins fans who felt that it was unjust that Charlie McAvoy oh, were to be suspended for game number one <laughs> really? of the Eastern Conference Finals. Could Could we file a class-action lawsuit in court today and would we then get an injunction that would allow Charlie McAvoy to play game number one at the Garden tomorrow night? Well, you know the rule. We can sue anyone. Correct. But we can't sue Would we get an injunction, win? though? I doubt it. What you don't think we'd get an injunction? I mean, the
2: only one that's really going to be able to get an injunction is probably Charlie himself, oh, and I'm sure be- that he and his agent and his staff <laughs> of lawyers and the Bruins' <laughs> lawyers have all looked at this, right, LB? Well, yes. I well, feel like I'm, we. I, mean, I listen, was surprised I think they
3: didn't appeal. You're, suppi- you're surprised they didn't appeal? I, I maybe it's because so- they think it's uh, maybe they think it's legit. But but so why – I don't even care. Appeal. Appeal it anyway. Well, what if then, you appeal and then, then you, you get... lose him in
2: the in the Stanley Cup finals because you know that's Ooh, where we're headed. Larry,
3: don't jinx anything. But we are headed there. I agree with you. <laughs> There's no way we don't. Yeah, I don't put This is title this. town. There's no way we don't. At least he can play yeah. game one. We win. Then he gets,
7: you know, three mm-hmm. games later, he gets suspended. <laughs> Not for the like it used game. to be, LB, is it?
3: No. no. Uh, let's see. Here's a question for Larry. What are the laws in Massachusetts when it comes to carrying a firearm legally at work? Um, And this is a government-funded business where they work at. So
2: typically in Massachusetts, you are not allowed to bring any uh, weapons into a state or federally owned building. Yeah. So if this is a federally subsidized uh, business, chances are you can't do it. Second thing Greg, if any establishment has on the doors no firearms allowed, that's another way you cannot even if you have a license you, to carry. A, you
3: can't do it if they have a sign they have
2: a sign on the front door saying okay. no weapons allowed. Th- that's basically it. Other than that, you know, if you're going to walk in, you have a permit to conceal mm-hmm. or to carry concealed weapons and there's no
3: signs it's not government or a school, pretty much all right. What should I do? Listen to this one. This is now a whistleblower type segment. Oh, I like that. Uh-oh. What should I do if I am aware of a Cub Scout leader misappropriating funds mm. from the Cub Scout account to buy personal items well over $2,000. Mm. The account is meant only for Cub Scout funds, like, for instance, I'm guessing, the Pinewood Derby. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I thought this was going to take a different turn, Greg. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what, 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 I'm oh, glad oh, that it oh, went oh, where oh, it oh, went. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no. All right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what... Go to the go to the go to the law. Go to the, right. Go yeah, to the police. You go to the
2: police. You can yeah. go to the state police. You can go to the local police. You can go to the uh, attorney general's office. They have a consumer protection helpline. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can go to the to the Cub Scout
3: leadership.
1: Yeah,
5: the Scoutmaster General. <laughs> Is there such a thing? I don't
3: know. I, I, I'm just guessing. Uh, go, Tom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it two fingers? Uh, was, oh, well, well, that's illegal. Albie, um, we issue. did go there. That's, that's um, yeah. a, um, a, here's problem. a text. Ooh, listen to this one. 617 text. My landlord never put my security deposit in an escrow account. Can I take her to small claims court and get three times paid out?
2: I I mean, is there something going on? I, I mean, are you being <laughs> evicted? Like, you just like want to sue your landlord yeah. for fun? <laughs>
3: I mean, well, the thing is, they're supposed to put it in an escrow are. and pay you the interest when you leave, right? Ooh, well, they're supposed, to, they're supposed to account
2: for it, but the truth of the matter is most smart landlords don't want to do that, so yeah. they put it into an account that's a non-interest-bearing account, so they don't have to account for that, uh, which is what most of them do. So I don't know what your losses are. I have no idea what the basis for your lawsuit is or why you want to do that. But yeah, I mean, under a, under the reading of the law, they do have to put it into an account they do have to account for it, so I assume that if that's what you want to do today, then you could do that.
3: But it's probably not worth it. Is that what you're I mean, saying? I'm just trying to
2: understand what would yep.
3: spawn that. Yeah. Yep. All right, you're listening to Ask an Attorney at nine twenty, with Larry the Lawyer, Larry Army Jr. And this is Stacy. Hello, Stacy. Hi. How are you? What's up, Stacy? This is Stacy, your oldest female listener. Oh, wait. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Shannon, I think, is up to. How old are you? Sixty. Sixty. I think we have to, uh, Mike Shue can verify, but yeah, I think we have some, right. older, elderly porn. some older ones. end into the elderly <laughs> porn, Stacey? You want to hang
4: yeah. out sometime? Uh,
3: Stacey, what?
8: Um, <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. My, I won a lawsuit. It wasn't a lot of money. It was only $3,250. Yeah. Of that, I received 750 Do I have to pay taxes on the whole 3250 Oh.
2: Was it a personal injury claim?
8: No, it was a harassment suit. Yeah, typically, the bank. any kind of
2: injuries from harassment, mental injuries, those kinds of things, Greg, there's no tax due on any of that. There's
3: stuff. no tax due on the settlement. No. No. Okay. Oh, great. Thank yeah. you. All right. All
2: right. I'm tax- not an accountant, Greg. No. I want to be very clear yeah. on that.
3: Yeah, but typically you're saying they don't.
2: But I do no. know that personal injuries, mental injuries, those kinds of lawsuits, there's no taxes.
3: Okay. We've got a few more moments left with Larry the lawyer. This is Mark. Hello, Mark. Yes. Hey, what's up, Mark?
7: How you doing? I have a question. I'm a retired uh, disabled veteran. Yep. I have a property that I am on the mortgage. My name is the only name on the mortgage. Yep. My ex-wife and her new husband that live in the house, they have, I'm being told that my name is going to remain on this mortgage for the next 22 years. Is there any way that I can force her into selling or buying the house?
2: So, did you, did you, you got a divorce, right? Yes. Do you have a lawyer? Uh, no. Yeah. See, that's your problem. No. Yeah. Like any lawyer, so like, with a pulse, quite frankly, <laughs> yeah. even if they don't know what they're doing, is going to make her either buy that, buy you out of that house and refinance the debt to get your name off of it or sell the house to get your name off of it. That never, ever happens unless it's by agreement if you have a lawyer.
3: So he's never getting his name off that. I mean,
2: he, I guess I'm he could. Not. But he's gonna he's gonna have to file a modification or something, and I don't know what his changing circumstances is.
3: Meanwhile, the dude's probably sitting around in, in your chair watching your TV with taking, no pants taking on taking every day. Of your Pastor, yeah. I mean, what the what, you what, what the what the heck? Uh, so there's really no way that he can get off that mortgage. This is why it is just so
2: foolish for people to try to go in and represent themselves in a divorce situation. Yeah. Everybody thinks, ah, oh, it's so easy. We get along. It, I'm going to tell you all out there. It's the most not easy part of the law that there is.
3: Could you try? Could you try to help Mark if I, if I had him hang on? It's like is, any
2: veteran. That's obviously. a disabled veteran. We're happy to help.
3: You'll help, yeah. Armyandroach.com.
2: Want- just he okay. goes right online. Put a little thing on there and let me know that we talked today, and I'll get somebody to help him.
3: Mark, I, Mark, I just go- don't
2: know how much we can do.
3: Mark, go to armyandroach.com.
7: I appreciate that. Any help, anything would help. Yeah, 22 years is a long time, but I'm not going to be able to buy a house myself now because I'm tied up in that yeah, wall. But how
2: did you not know that before you signed this?
7: Um, I don't know. Again, yeah. like you just said, we were getting along. Everything was good. There wasn't any anything. That I, I thought we were just good, except for I didn't really think ahead of that. I just really wanted out.
2: Okay, yeah. we got another rule here, another yeah. Hillman morning show rule. Yes. If you're in a divorce and you think you're getting along, you are being taken advantage of.
3: Yes. (laughs) You are not getting along. It is unfortunate. Fact. Uh, Let's Keep digging, kid. Thanks. Um, uh, Larry, 617 text. If you have a religious wedding ceremony in another country but do not get a marriage license in the States, is it binding in the U.S. asking for a friend?
2: Yes, your friend is married.
3: Uh, so a religious ceremony in another country? I mean, is, what's the difference from going to a church? You what, know what so I mean? Well, but they don't have a license. Islamic
2: law is a law in many countries. It's a was, valid, legitimate marriage. Okay. You know, we've had a couple of African couples that have been married in similar ways in Africa. It's still a valid marriage.
3: Okay, so there's no way to not weasel. every state
2: requires a marriage license. Every state in the United States does. Yeah. But we recognize the sanctity of marriage in any country that it was, it was consummated in.
3: Mm-hmm. What if you married, like, 14 different women in some sort of, a, like, you're in Swaziland or something like that? Well, first of all,
2: who in their right mind would want 14 spouses? Let's start with that.
3: Yeah. Who would want 14 different wives? Ooh. Yes, good point. That's a lot of work
7: right good there, Hilldog. <laughs> uh,
3: let's see. Um, my son broke his arm at school during recess by falling off the monkey bars. There were $5,000 in bills that I was responsible for, tried filing insurance claims against the town, and they were denied. Is this uh, something that I could typically win if I got a lawyer?
2: I mean, you, I assume he had some kind of health insurance, right? They did? No, the kid.
3: I, I, like how I don't does know. a kid it's,
2: in school get to school and not have health insurance, even uh, Mass Health.
3: Yeah, it sounds like they were responsible for another five thousand on top. Maybe they something? had a really high deductible, a high deductible high, uh, or
1: something like that. Yeah, I mean, out of I,
2: look, yeah. I, if the, if you could prove the school was negligent in their supervision of your child, and you have the right to go after them and try to sue them for that. But if this was just a kid that was just being a kid that fell off a swing set, accidents happen. It sucks, but you know, unless you can prove the school had some kind of duty that they didn't follow, and maybe they did. I'm not saying they didn't. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to be on the hook for that.
3: Uh, can an employer take part of a prevailing wage income and put it in a 401k whether you want to or not? I
2: mean, there's more information we're going to need on that one. Did okay. you sign up for the 401k? Is it a, is it a mandatory match? But if they don't
3: want to, can anybody do a forced 401k deduction? Not that
2: I've heard of. Not the,
3: uh, they, not That's that more they, of
2: a benefits question than a yeah. legal question, but I yeah. mean, just, let's just think logically. Nobody's yeah. giving you free money if you're not signing up for it. I mean, like with a 401k, you only get it if you put
3: in for it. I believe Scott from Weymouth has an obscure reference, not a legal question, oh, no. so it might not take Let's too keep long. keep it quick. Yes, Scott?
7: I do. Yes. Am I on with Larry? Is Larry on, too? Yes, of course. Hey, hey Larry, Scott. real quick. Greg, I'll get to that. Give me eight seconds. Yes. Larry, I have a, a pending case. No joke. Of course um, you do. Schwartz kicked it back to me in Boston because it's too small for them. It's only like a 20-30 case. He goes, do not think you do not have a case. You do. You just need to take it somewhere else. No joke, Larry. I'm going to email you. Okay, cool. personal injury. I almost broke my neck. Really? On someone's property. A lot of people are
3: saying, too bad you didn't. Mm. Greg! Oh. Terrible. That's not <laughs> nice.
7: Alright, so, no, no joke, Larry, I'm going to email you today, alright? You got mm-hmm. it, buddy. Alright. <clears throat> uh, Greg, you were talking about bumper stickers earlier. Yes. George Collin, who, in my opinion, is the best com- comedian of all time, all he did is observe society and call yes. people out. Yes. He did a quick bit, and I won't swear like he did, but, um, it's bumper stickers. He goes, I'm going to do my best Colin impersonation. Oh, God. I am so sick and tired of these people with bumper stickers. My son is an A student at XYZ yeah. High School. He goes, you know what? I've got an idea for a bumper sticker that's real. My daughter's in high school and hasn't been knocked up yet. <laughs> He go, then he goes then he goes, Here's another one. My son is in high school and hasn't shot up his classmates yet. Oh, yeah. uh, that's about <laughs> all I got. Greg, hey, can I <laughs> make a bid on the tickets? No. The, no, uh, Captain Tone Deaf beat that's all it. I got. What
2: are you Wait, You can't say no to him no, making okay. a donation. Yeah, how much are you gonna bid?
7: Four let me count my hold on, let me get my wallet. Greg. Me and you will have a beer in the luxury suites. Remember, the Bruins are going to sweep them, mark my words.
3: Oh, I'm sure they are going to sweep. He's calling for a Bruins sweep. That's a bold prediction from Scott. I just just (laughs)
7: picture him sitting on his couch replaying because he records every phone call he makes to every radio Um, station.
3: Well, listen, he's patting himself
7: on the back by
3: himself. I feel like he's home watching some of the legal ads that run during the day. Yep. And envisioning several lawsuits that he can file. <laughs> and you know what, Larry? Yes. Those kind of people keep you in business, mm-hmm. right? Thank goodness they, for people they, like they, that. They keep, they I mean, keep, what would we do they all keep you. They keep <laughs> you in business. All right. Well, um, here's a text that said Scott went way past his allotted eight seconds. Yes. He did. Yes. He did. And he somehow managed um, to
2: get legal advice out of that, too. A
3: texter, a texter wants you to comment before you go on the now... Ex-wife of Nicolas Cage. They were married for four days, and she wants spousal support. Do you think that she should get spousal support from Nick Cage? She for should four- move
2: to Massachusetts. I'm sure she'll get spousal <laughs> support, yeah, right? <laughs> but in California, she's probably not going to get anything. I yeah. mean, look, in Massachusetts, she'd get two days. She'd get what? Two it's days? 50% half of that? Percent of the time from zero to five years is basically your limit. Yeah. So, uh, although in Massachusetts we do have this little thing that they allow you to tack on. All the time that you were cohabitating and living together, oh, they which do, which is completely unfair. But what do I know?
3: Why does the man always get? Well, it's not get always the man. Get the screw.
2: Funny it, thing, it, now there are women that are starting to pay alimony and they <laughs> do not like it
3: one bit. <laughs> oh, so. They don't like it, so the laws <laughs> are changing. Society, The laws are changing. The laws are catching up now that the women are in charge. Yes, yes, they're changing. Yes. Now they now don't the like women that. women are in charge. Yeah, all right, but generally uh he's she's probably going to get something because it's california but I, I mean it's different out there yeah everything's different out there yeah. all right well that's larry the lawyer great to see you it's great to be seen okay um and if you want more information on larry you can go to his law firm site they're here in boston and in worcester and that is army and com. yes sir all right and read his blog I yes think, uh you probably have something on the uh I eat a bumper sticker on the uh, on the blog on your Twitter feed later on today, uh, yeah. right? I
2: don't put obscene speech out there, Greg. Oh, you know what?
3: Okay, all right, all right. Well, check out Larry. <laughs> follow Larry on Twitter. What are you on Twitter? Larry
2: Army
0: Junior Esq.
3: Esq. And that stands for Esquire. Esquire.
2: Okay,
0: yes. all right. I earned that, Greg. You did. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?